Hello, episode one of the podcast. Um, so, as you may have heard, I will mostly be talking about just life in general and LGBT. Um, I'm actually in the LGBT community. Uh, I am pansexual. And I'm planning on getting a gender reassignment. When exactly? No idea. I just know that I want to get a gender reassignment. That's I, I can tell you that much. But the thing is, is that people always want to focus on why you're, you want to get a gender reassignment. If you want to get a gender reassignment. If you ask me, it's like it's none of your business. We we people want what they want because they want it. We are who we are, and nobody can ever change that. I think that's one thing that a lot of people in the world, if they had like understood that, and went about the everyday life with that logic in their head the world would be so much better because some judge others based off of what they see and a lot of times there's something going on in the background that you don't know about but you judge them just because and those with privileges usually tend to judge those without and then when those without privileges when those that don't really have many choices when they make it in everyday life and they become somebody big and famous somebody successful those with privileges they're shocked and they just they don't understand how you could go from having nothing to having everything and that's another reason why I don't like people because they're so quick to judge and I'm not really one to judge people depending on Or I hate where I live. Uh, I don't really judge people depending on what I see on the outside. I judge people about what I see on the inside. So. It's kind of hard to. Live. When. Everybody around you is just. Seeing. I'm sorry, looking, not saying. So, stop judging. Because as soon as others go to judge you, you want to get defensive. But you want to 
judge other people. So, yeah, and that's what makes a lot of people in the LGBT community, like, insecure, I guess you could say. That's why they're so scared to come out, because... As soon as they do, a lot of people in their life who are supposed to love and support them leave. Because, and that's exactly what happened to me. I came out to my family and friends about being pansexual and wanting to have a gender reassignment. And a lot of people left. My dad left. My one of my older sisters left. My grandfather left. Um Yeah. Those are just a few. And out of all the people that hurt the most, my one of my older sisters. The only one that actually left because my other sister didn't. Uh that really hurt because we were so close when we were younger. Most because we didn't really go outside. We just sat in the house. And we came up with games and activities to do. So, yeah, that hurt that she didn't support me. And I told her she didn't have to support me wanting to have a gender reassignment. And she just wanted her to support me for me. And she basically just kept telling me that if I went through with the gender reassignment and everything, I was, my soul was going to burn in hell and I was going to be there for all eternity. And I told her, I don't think that's what's actually going to happen. I think that's something that parents and Christian people tell others to get them to have the same beliefs so if you are listening to me which I'm pretty sure a lot of people aren't and you're in the LGBT community then you should know that no matter how much people like cast you out no matter how much people tell you you're a freak or whatever people might tell you one thing that you should keep in mind is by being yourself you'll find people who love and support you for being you because you're being you that's how I found so many wonderful friends on TikTok because I'm on there and it's the same thing posted a couple of videos got a few followers I was weirded out because I didn't think anybody would ever really follow me but okay I made more and more and more and it's almost as if followers just started 
rolling in. I went to sleep one night with like only 20. I woke up with like 100. I'm like, how in God's name did I fall asleep with 20 and gain 80? So, yeah, you'll find people. You just gotta know where to look. Because for a couple years in my life, I was having sexually explicit conversations with people online who I did not know. And there was one person, I'm sorry, there is one person in my life. And I lost the trust for about two years. And once I came out and I got the attention of everybody and I told them and after some people left, I felt so much happier because a lot of people who I could have dealt without, like, I would have been okay if they weren't in my life, they actually stayed. But those that I actually really wanted in my life, they left. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, that just goes to show that you learn who actually loves and supports you when something happens, whether it's something good, something bad, like, If, let me see, what's an example I could use? Here we go. If you wanted, okay, here we go. If you didn't want to go to college and your dad and mom and sister and everybody all wanted you to go and... One day you just decide to tell them, hey, I'm not, I don't want to go to college. I'm, I'm not going. And like almost half the people who you originally had left, yet that's, it, it goes to show. Well, we'll stay by your side no matter what. And the past few days of my life have been hectic yet satisfying because there's not a lot of toxic, toxicity or whatever you want to say in my life anymore. So, it's like there's nothing really 
holding me back anymore. Like the sky is living. The sky is a limit. Is it raining? It's raining. It like literally just went from nothing being a nice clear nothing night to rain. And now going back okay, that's why I hate Michigan. But uh Yeah, there's not a lot of toxic people in my life. The, wait, I already said that. Yeah. The sky's the limit, if even. I feel like I can do so much more. And I have my mom in my corner at all times. Unless it's some stupid like drinking and then trying to drive or whatever. But yeah. She has always been on in my corner. Always been on my side since the very beginning. And she is my one reason for living because so many times I have tried to commit suicide Ow. like literally there have been there were nights where I would go downstairs grab one of the knives out of the kitchen drawer and just stand there trying to find some reason not to do it and one night I almost did it but my niece and nephew were over and my niece was coming down the stairs because she woke up after me and I didn't want her to see that so I had to hurry up and put it back And my mom even told me that I'm her reason for living. Because there were nights where she wanted to, like, just jump over the balcony. End it all. So. Um. I'm her reason for living. She's my reason for living. She's my rock. I'm her rock. And and a lot of times it's us against the world. And a lot of people don't understand why I'm so close to my mom. Like, what do I see in her? Like, a lot of people call her toxic and strict and mean. 
thing is, that's not how she is. She's not mean and she's not toxic. She just pushes you to do your best. And I'm not going to lie, sometimes that sucks. Because, like, the bathroom may be dirty and I'll just be lazy and I'll just be sitting in my bed. And she'll come into my room and tell me to clean up the bathroom. I'm like, just sit down, just like ignore it. But I don't. I get up and I clean it anyway. <sighs> so. If you are like me. Ow. And you're under 18. Try talking to your parents. It is 2 o'clock in the morning. And I am still up. Um, yeah, try talking to your parents and you never know, you may get a response that you're hoping for. You may not, but you'll never know until you talk. It's one thing that I learned. Closed mouths don't get fed. And at first I thought that like my mom was on drugs or something because she would say that same thing to me like almost every day. Just closed mouths don't get fed. I'm like, what do you mean closed mouths don't get fed? Of course they don't because your mouth isn't open. How are you supposed to get the food in there? And first a lot of times I just like took it almost as a joke. But here we are so many years later and now I get what she was saying it's not like if you don't open your mouth you're not going to eat because the food won't be able to you know get in your mouth what that means if you don't already know is that you keeping your mouth closed nobody's going to know that you're hungry because you're not saying anything and you may think, yeah, but your stomach may growl. Yet nobody's not really going to wait that long. So. Yeah, I would, I suggest try talking. And. If it doesn't work, then move out or wait until you move out and be yourself because that's what I'm doing. I am waiting to move out. Not because my mom is, like, trying to force me to be how a perfect little princess. But because I want to go out and find friends. I want to be able 
to call somebody in the middle of the night crying because my favorite anime character just died and I'm sad about it. What? I have a nice group of friends to have really weird inside jokes with. And I want to someday have a significant other to basically have the same thing. Somebody to call at 2 a.m. complaining about why my how my favorite anime character just died. To have some really weird inside jokes with. Not only that, but I usually demand attention almost 24-7. So that doesn't always work out the attention because I am the only child at home not I'm the only child but the only one at home and my mom works a lot so I'm not really getting a lot of attention all the time and Not only that, but I am what's known as a little. Hold on, let me type it up. I know what it is, but I have hard, but I have a hard time explaining it. Oh, there it is, right there. Okay, a little is someone who likes to play as an age younger than themselves. Usually ages 1 to 10. It's called age play. This little is an, is an age player. Okay, nope, not that one. Well... It's practically the same thing, but the easiest way that I can explain it without going into depth and making 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 it complicated is basically a little is somebody that has a child personality. 
And every once in a while, they go into that mindset of the child personality. And, like, it's different for everybody, but some suck on pacifiers, some drink from sippy cups. Uh, They talk with a bit of a lisp. They don't always use common sense. Uh, yeah, basically stuff like that. And that is totally me. I remember before I told my mom about that, uh, I stole one of my niece's pacifiers. It was brand new. Fresh out the package. And I remember my mom was looking for it for weeks. And she could not understand where it went. And it was just like the whole time. I was just thinking to myself, like, of course you don't because I have it. But. Uh, yeah. And other than. People also haven't, certain people also haven't come out about that. You have the fact of. Where am I supposed to find people who accept me? I think that's one of, that was one of my main reasons for not telling anybody, besides the fact that. People would more than likely leave from my life because of who I am. And the only thing that I can really say about that is you do you and let the cards fall into place. Like... Tell people whatever it is that you're coming out about. And if your parents kick you out and you're on the streets for a little bit, then your parents kicked you out and you're on the streets for a little bit. You never really may find somebody to come by and they help you without ulterior motives. Or they may have ulterior motives, but them having ulterior motives may lead to a friendship or a relationship or one thing that I really hope doesn't happen you die and a lot of people who like They tell me stuff like, you know, if you do this and this and this and this and this, you're going to die. I welcome death with open arms. (laughs) I'm not afraid of it. And the one thing that I hate about telling people that is that they always come back with something like, so if a demon came into your house and they were about to kill you you wouldn't be scared where did you get that from I never said I'm not scared of demons I said I'm not scared of death 
there's a huge difference. And it's like I just sit there and I have to I have to force myself to not ask them if they're stupid because of what just came out of the mouth. Sometimes I really think that I'm allergic to stupidity. Like, depending on what it is and if you're being stupid on purpose or not. Like, if you're literally being stupid on purpose, then we can be cool. Like, like we're friends right off bat. But if you're not... And when I say you're not being stupid on purpose, I mean the whole I'm not afraid of death thing that I just told you. Like, if there is a very obvious difference between two or more things and you cannot spot that difference, like, I'm speechless, like, how, where did you get demons from death? Like, how does that even fit? I don't like Satan. Satan is Satan. And I don't like him. So... That's one thing that I usually look out for when I'm looking for friends is if you do stupid things on purpose or if you're not. Because if you do stupid things on purpose, we are best friends. have a problem of people like just I'm sorry I, I really hate this topic you have those people that are 
do things that are stupid on purpose without knowing that they're purposely doing something stupid. And then a lot of, and then you may ask, what are you talking about? Like, how can you do something stupid on purpose without knowing it? Well, when my niece was, I'm sorry, when my oldest niece, because I have three nieces as of right now, when the oldest one was about one or two, she kept running into the the side door of our house because we had a side door. And now you would think to yourself, that's something really stupid. Now, she was purposely running into the door. But I don't think she knew that that was something stupid. Like, that was something that she shouldn't have done. So that's basically what I mean. That's what I mean when I say doing something stupid on purpose without knowing it. Like... If somebody sticks a knife into a, uh, into an electric socket. And they don't know that if you do that, you could electrocute yourself. They're doing something stupid on purpose without knowing it. And then a lot of people ask me, why do you hate that topic? Like, it's not the topic that I hate, but I hate when people do it. And that's because it's stupid. Like, the one thing that I've learned over the years is ask if slash when you do something. Like, if you want to stick the knife into the electric socket, ask somebody, are there consequences of doing this? Like... What will happen to me? Because if nothing happens, I'm going to stick it in there. If something is going to happen and it's dangerous, I'm not going to do it. Like, literally, just ask. And you'll be okay. There's not that much to asking. I am so tired right now. That's like half the reasons why all these pauses are so long. Because it's like I started drifting off and I remember... You're talking. <laughs> so I have to keep talking. And I stop talking. And I keep talking. And it's like, it's, it's, it's just a back and forth type thing. Okay, I know people like my videos, but will they stop liking them? That's why, that's why I hate TikTok. I make a video, and then somebody likes it. Okay, that's nice, that's fine, that's dandy. Somebody else likes it. Once again, it's nice. That's it's fine. I don't really care. Then it's like people start liking it back to back to back to back to back to back. I'm like, bro, just stop liking it for a minute, please. And like videos are like that. Whenever I make a comment, they're like that. It seems almost as if I breathe. It's like, 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 like. And it's annoying 
I always make sure to tell my child. No, I don't have an actual child. It's a friend of mine. I call them child. Um, I always make sure to tell them that I love them. And no, not in a romantic type of way. Like, I love you, I love you too. Let's get married. Yet, yeah, no. We have a friendship that is very complicated. Like, we're friends, but without actually doing it, I adopted him. I'm sorry. I adopted them because they are also in the LGBT community and they are non-binary. So they go by them, they pronouns. And it really does kind of take some getting used to. I'm not going to lie. Because, like, at first, I kept thinking to myself, like, how hard could it be to just call somebody he when they're a she, call somebody a she when they're a he, or just a call somebody them or they. And now I can understand where it came from. Because I keep slipping and calling them a she or a he. But then there's the one thing that I don't like about non-binary is that you don't know what to call somebody. Like, do you call them sir, ma'am, or it? It's just like, hi, it. (laughs) It's like, who are you talking to? You. Why are you talking to me? I'm not an it. Yeah, but you go by them, they pronouns. I can't call you ma'am and I can't call you sir because ma'am is she her type pronouns and sir is he him type pronouns like you're an it that's and it's the same thing with having a child that's non-binary it's like do you call him son or daughter once again or should i just call it it it's just like it come here this is my it like you're what my it what are you talking about what do you mean it's your it well, my child is non-binary, so not my son, not my daughter, it's my it. Like I remember, I asked uh, before my sister, before I came out as wanting to have a gender reassignment and being pansexual. I asked my sister, I was like, uh, "If somebody's non-binary, what are you supposed to call them?" I was like. You know, call them by them. They pronouns. I was like, that's not what I mean. She was like, then what are you talking about? I said, because think about it like this. If you had a child and they identify as non-binary and they're born, you know, guy, girl, whatever. What are you supposed to call them? Like, by their name? Like, no. Because I'm saying, if you were to introduce your child to a girlfriend or whatever, what are you supposed to identify them as? My sister was like, your child. I said, no. I mean, are you supposed to identify them as your son, your daughter, or your it? Because you don't just say, this is my... And then, like, there's just a blank, and then you say their name. No, you say, this is my son, and then their name. Or this is my daughter, and then their name. It's like, literally, just like, this is my it. And my its name is 
name, like whatever their name is. And then it's the same thing with like literally calling them. It's just like you can't say, "Hey, son, come here." Hey, daughter, like, "Hey, it, come here." They're like, "Yes, dad." And then it's like you have friends over, just like, "Who are you talking to?" It's just like, and you just tell me the name. It's just like I'm talking to Bubble. It's like. Why are you calling them an it? Because they don't identify as a specific gender. They're an it. It's one thing that I really don't like about non-binary. Because you can never really... Don't really know what to call somebody. It's one thing I gotta ask them. But I keep forgetting... And then, it's like, I'm always worried about if I'm annoying them or not. And when I say them, I don't mean my child. And specifically, I mean all my friends. Because, like, I'll make something, and I'll tag them in it. And I'll go, and I'll just scroll through my For You page. And I'll, like, I'll see a thousand videos that are funny to me. And it's just like, they would laugh at this. And it's just like, tag, 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 tag. And then it's like I'm just left with the thought of, am I annoying them? Like, were they asleep? Did I just wake them up? Are they in an important meeting? <laughs> it's just like if they're an officer, it's just like, sir, you're under arrest. Ding. I was like, what's that? Hold on, I gotta check my phone. They're like, oh, they sent me a TikTok. And then you just hear the audio, just whatever the audio may be. And you're just sitting there, you're laughing while trying to arrest somebody. <laughs> but at the same time, that would... It's like me and my friends, though. I'm sorry, me and my friend. His name is Ariana. I think that's how you pronounce it. Don't really know his pronouns, but I... Th I'm sorry, they're pronouns, but I think... Uh, go by... They go by, uh... Him, he pronouns. It's like me and Ariana, we are so weird when it comes to things. Like, literally, we flirt with each other for no apparent reason. Like, I may have a slushie, and they're like, you know. After drinking that, you'll get cold. Why don't I warm you up? I'm just like, oh, really? Mm. And it's like we're n we don't really mean what we say. It's like we're just we're just flirting for no apparent reason. It's something to do. So why not do it? Oh my God, it's three a.m. Well, I'm tired, so I'm going to be ending this for now. And uh, talk to you next time.